0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Welcome to The Daily Detail. I'm Emily Danielson, in for Andrea Tice. The state of Alabama brings home another title in football, this time courtesy of the USFL Birmingham Stallions. Steve Irvine of 1819 News wrote the oversimplified version of how the Birmingham Stallions won the United States Football League Championship with a thrilling 33-30 victory over the Philadelphia Stars on Sunday night in Tom Benson Stadium at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Irvine said backup quarterback Alex Magoo delivered the unexpected and line Backer Scooby Wright did what was expected from him by being in the right place at the right time. Stallions coach Skip Holtz. Let me just say wow wow what an incredible game. I am so proud of these players for what they were able to accomplish what they were able to do on the field. Uh, It was a very competitive game and I was really proud that we were able to not only be behind and have to come back go down and score uh, but also had to get a stop on defense and it's kind of how we got here. Yeah, we've gotten here with offense at times. We've gotten here with defense at times, uh, and it takes it all. And we've said as a team we may have to score one more than they do, but it seems like every time we get down, it's like, all right, what do we got to do? Let's go, let's go get it done. All right, let's quit messing around and let's go put the ball in the end zone and that's what we were able to do. The championship offered plenty of game-altering plays that included an explosive first half performance by Birmingham running back Bo Scarborough, several Houdini-like escapes by Philadelphia quarterback Case Cooks, a pair of backup quarterbacks in the game down to the stretch and 20 points scored in the final 3 minutes and 16 seconds. Perhaps none helped decide the game, more than Magoo coming off the bench to deliver the go-ahead touchdown pass to game MVP Victor Bolden Jr., and the inspirational Wright providing the ultimate winning points by grabbing an errant pass, racing 46 yards, and tumbling into the end zone. Get the full game breakdown by Steve Irvine at 1819news.com. SD-27 primary winner Jay Hovey becomes official GOP nominee. The Alabama Republican Party announced on Friday that it will be Auburn City Councilman and Army Veteran Jay Hovey's name on the ballot to represent the GOP in the upcoming November election. In one of the most hotly contested races in the state, Hovey wins the nomination over incumbent state senator Tom Watley. In an interview with April Marie Vogel of News Talk 93.1 Straight Talk, Hovey pledged a low-key common-sense style of representation should he win in the November election. Selma City Council again says no to purchasing old YMCA building for $1. Citizens of Selma have made efforts to see the Claude C. Brown YMCA building restored to a public community center. The building is abandoned and is located on Minter Street. Edmundite Missions, located next door, proposed to purchase the building and tear it down in order for it to be used for outdoor recreation for the mission. However... A group of concerned citizens and parties felt there was still worth in the old building and hoped to work with the Housing Authority in restoring it. However, on June 28, the Selma City Council voted to reject purchasing the building for $1 and handing it over to the Housing Authority. The council said it did not want to assume any potential risks associated with the decaying structure and wanted to hear more from the YMCA board before moving further on the issue. An engineering report on the Brown YMCA building in 2016 said it would cost approximately $3 million to restore the facility and an additional $1 million per year to operate it going forward. Alabama native attorney Fred Gray to receive Presidential Medal of Freedom. The White House announced that President Biden will award the nation's highest civilian honor to Attorney Fred Gray. Gray represented some of the most well-known in the civil rights movement, including Martin Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks, and John Lewis, and successfully litigated a number of groundbreaking civil rights cases. Gray was nominated by Congresswoman Terry Sewell, who had been working to secure the award for attorney Gray for over a year. Gray is a former member of the Alabama House of Representatives, a former president of the Alabama Bar Association, and a former president of the American Bar Association. The awards ceremony is scheduled for July 7th. Biden will award several persons the medal, including gymnast Simone Biles, Academy Award-winning actor Denzel Washington, and, of course, attorney Fred Gray along with several others. You can see the complete list of Medal of Freedom recipients and get more in-depth news that impacts Alabama by going to 1819news.com. And taking a look at national news, Independence Day weekend was marked by violence from across the country. At least six are dead and as many as 50 injured during a mass shooting at a 4th of July parade. The parade took place during Fourth Fest in Highland Park, a suburb of Chicago. Highland Park Mayor Nancy Rotering posted on Twitter that the police were responding to an incident at the parade, that the festival is immediately canceled, and she insisted, Instructed residents to avoid the area of downtown Highland Park. Officer Corelli from the Highland Park Police Department addressed how the shooter escaped the scene after the attack and the ongoing manhunt. So the roof was a uh, business, and it looks like uh, access uh, to the roof via a ladder in an alley was unsecured. Uh, A ladder that's attached to the building. That's what we're still working on determining. Uh, We've had dozens of police canines out here, drones uh, and other technology we're using to uh, locate and see if it can assist us in the investigation. Representative Brad Schneider, a Democrat of Illinois, confirmed that he was in attendance at the parade when the shooting occurred. He said he and his team were safe, but did not give any other information regarding the situation. More than nine people have been confirmed killed by gun violence over the weekend throughout the Chicago area. There was more violence across the U.S. over the weekend. Chicago was not the only place violence was felt. Major cities throughout the U.S. were also impacted, including Baltimore, Houston, and Indianapolis. WISH-TV reported that in Indianapolis... 11 people were shot over the 4th of July weekend. In Houston, police reported that two young boys were caught up in a drive-by shooting, leaving an eight-year-old injured and a five-year-old dead. St. Louis reported at least 16 people were shot, leaving five dead. And New York experienced two dozen shooting incidences throughout the city. Officials reported that that is a 60% increase over the same time period from one year ago. The violence appears to be a continuation of the increase of violence in the U.S. overall. The FBI data shows homicides increased nearly 30 percent in 2020 when compared to 2019. That is the biggest increase in one year since the FBI began tracking those statistics. Video footage has surfaced online of Representative Ilhan Omar being booed heavily during a Somali music festival appearance in her home state of Minnesota. The Epoch Times' Jack Phillips reported that the footage appeared to show a crowd of people at a Somali cultural event in Minneapolis booing squad member Representative Ilhan Omar over the weekend. Omar, who came to the United States as a Somali refugee, made an appearance at a concert at the city's Target Center. As soon as she arrived on stage, the booze began. Some were yelling at her to get out. It was an honor to welcome you to our incredible city, the Democratic congresswoman said in a Twitter post alongside a 14-second video clip. But the clip ends moments after the audience started to boo loudly. Longer videos suggested that the crowd booed her for about a minute after she and her husband came onto the stage. Okay, 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 we don't have all night, Omar said at one point, as the crowd kept booing. It's not clear what prompted the response, and neither Omar nor her office has issued a public comment about the matter. Following last month's Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, Omar said she would fight to codify it into law. She's also publicly backed proposals to expand the Supreme Court and end the Senate filibuster in order to pass abortion laws. And several weeks ago, amid dismal polls, Omar told reporters that she will, of course, back President Joe Biden if he decides to run for president in 2024. This is what she gets for trading her godly conservative values, wrote Shakuri Abdirahman, a Republican Somali refugee and military veteran who is running to unseat Omar from her fifth congressional district. Another Republican candidate, former NBA player Royce White, Suggested that Somalis in Minnesota were upset with Omar because they're being misrepresented by bourgeois puppets chosen by the establishment to exploit identity politics. In other words, Ilhan Omar is a sellout and I called it months ago. Video of a man working at a Burger King goes viral and unexpectedly makes him over $300,000. Kevin Ford worked at the Las Vegas McCarran Airport at the Burger King for almost three decades. On his 27th year of employment without ever missing one day of work, Ford was given a gift bag with candy, a coffee cup, a movie ticket, and a smattering of other small gifts. Kevin then posted a video online thanking everyone for the small gifts and letting people know how good it feels to simply be appreciated. The video immediately sparked reactions both in the number of views and the positive responses, so his daughter, Serena Ford, decided to use the platform GoFundMe to raise just another $200. Serena wanted the money to help offset costs so that Kevin could travel to New York to visit his family. And the rest, they say, is history. The story has touched people in such a way that the GoFundMe page has raised more than $337,000. After the GoFundMe far exceeded everyone's expectations, Kevin took to social media once again and responded in the way one would expect of Kevin Ford, with a spirit of thankfulness. Kevin's own words, courtesy of TMZ.com. It's so much, and um, and all the love that people are giving me is just so so overwhelming. I just want to thank everyone so so much. Um, so um, I'm I'm grateful for anything. I don't want to say I want this or that. All I want is. To go to work and have fun and make everybody's uh, life better, like they're doing to me, it's it's good. Life is good. So, as long as you're here, you know, it's good. Indeed, the spirit of thankfulness can definitely go a long way and pay off in some of the most unexpected ways. You're listening to The Daily Detail. I'm Emily Danielson, in for Andrea Tice. You can find that podcast at 1819news.com.